on today's episode of Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling. We've got some news to talk about. William Regal news, Sasha Banks news, Joe had some life news. We're recording in person for the first time in a while. Probably ever. Joe's in in town this weekend. Well, no, really just like the latter half of this week. But he's staying at the house staying at my place right now. And uh we might talk about why that is. We will we will see. We have retro beer ratings this week. Normally in the past we would have done predictions, but I don't I don't even know if we're gonna do predictions for these two shows this weekend. So we're doing retro beer ratings this week. We got No Way Out two thousand. I thoroughly enjoyed the show. There were some stinkers, as there always is, but it was a it was a pretty good show, especially the main event. I thoroughly enjoyed the main event. Hell in a Cell, Cactus Jack, Triple H. We'll talk about it. And then in the weekly recap, I didn't watch SmackDown. Joe thinks he did. Uh, I did. I definitely did. Okay. Raw was good. I thought the re- like the rest this week stuff that was actually this week like. Raw, NXT, and Dynamite. I thought we had some good shows. Always some pretty good shows. So we'll close the show out with those things. And as always, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DDT WrestlePod. Joe, you ready to go? Yep. Oh, let's go. Welcome in episode 84 of the Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling. I'm Dylan. I'm joined by Joe. And what the fuck is going on with William Regal? Is what I asked myself earlier this week. And it turns out we found out from the Tony Khan, uh, I don't know, press conference bullshit thing. I guess it's a final battle press conference. I don't know. But Sean Ross Sapp, our favorite guy, he spoke out tweeted some things, gave us the information we needed. Here's what he said. Tony Khan speaks out about William Regal right out of the gate. He says that he has a lot of respect for William Regal. Regal approached AEW and requested they not renew his contract at the end of the year so he could spend time coaching his son and head back to WWE. There's like four tweets in this thread, but basically Regal approached him, said he wants to go back, Wants to be with his son that is not named William Regal Jr. Charlie Dempsey. I forgot his name for a second. And they're granting his release. But uh, some of the fine print that I've been seeing online. He can't show up on TV until like 2024. And he's basically can just be there as a coach. 
which is good because that's like some of the best stuff he did. Like no, when when he got released by WWE, no one said thank you Regal for your general managership. It was all about oh. how much they. No, I mean like the wrestlers, but they, like they all saying like Bedlam, yeah, and Bedlam war and games. War Games. But w- what they really were grateful for was of how great a teacher he was. That's true. He is he is very good. Uh, it, this will obviously benefit them, and I, I assume he'll take on a slight creative role as well, probably with NXT as long as Charlie Dempsey's there. Um, and then who knows what will happen once he is able to become an on-screen uh, persona and, I don't know, potentially general manager again. I'm not really sure. seems like Shawn Michaels is – is basically heading up all of creative in NXT. I saw something today that said that Shawn Michaels and Triple H don't even talk that much anymore. And Triple H is basically just giving everything to Shawn Michaels. That's cool though. And yeah, Michaels is running like that entire show now. So I would anticipate William Regal getting a little bit involved in that aspect, especially, especially while Charlie Dempsey is in NXT. I do think, though, that this was a good move by Tony Khan and AEW. Like, I can respect the move. It was very regal of him. Yeah. It was surprising to me that there wasn't, like, bad blood or anything like that and that he would just kind of let it happen. Mm -hmm. I was kind of expecting it to this whole thing to be pretty ugly and it being, like, regal wanting his release and them not granting it or something and him just being in limbo forever like Mustafa Ali was or seemed like he was for all that time. But it's it seems like it's not going to be that. So, you know what? Good for them. Good for them. Mm-hmm. But not good for uh, something – or sorry, something that's not good, Joe, is fans of Sasha Banks – now, I say this allegedly for legal purposes – but not good for fans of Sasha Banks who only watch WWE because allegedly saying that for legal purposes, PW insider has reported not Sean Ross Sapp yet, yet as of right now, unless he reported it on fightful select, which we will never pay for. Apparently she's going to new Japan. I didn't say that exactly. Oh, yeah, she's going to be at Wrestle Kingdom. It says that she's going to be at Wrestle Kingdom 17. Or not... 17? I think 17's this year. That would be kind of wild if they reported that she's going to be at Wrestle Kingdom in 2025. Or 2024. Yeah. I think 17 is is in January. Okay. Yeah. They said that she was going to be at Wrestle Kingdom 17. We don't know if it's a one-off or if she's going to sign in Japan. I just think that would be outrageous. I don't know why she would do that. I don't know. People have done it before. One-offs with New Japan. Cameos in New Japan. AEW wrestlers do it. Kenny Omega's doing it. That's true. I forgot. He's got a match. He's got a match at Wrestle Kingdom against Will Ospreay. Will Ospreay, yep. Dude. Um, Sign me the fuck up for that. So, conspiracy theory time? Ooh. Put your tinfoil hats on. Now, I haven't read this anywhere, so... If anyone reports it afterwards or speculates it's afterward, which is what Zero News does. This is first being reported by some drug dudes. What is she still with the company? And this is 
It's like super hush hush that she's still with the company, WWE that is, and this is the intro to their relationship with New Japan. Whoa. Well, I asked, I asked you earlier today. I was like, that'd be super fucking weird if she shows up at Wrestle Kingdom because like they don't have women, but apparently they do now. That goes to show how much I watch New Japan. Um, that would be fucking brilliant, honestly. Kyrie Zane is the champ, the IWGP Women's Champ. That would that would just be insanity, and I'm on board. I'm on board with that idea. I I can get behind that. Yeah, you know what? I'll I'm I'm with you there. Yeah, I I don't have any reason not to believe it. So it must be true. Has to be. Even if Sean Rossap hasn't said anything, we I say we. You said it first, so it's true. Yeah. That'd be sick. She was like at, when is Wrestle Kingdom? I don't even January know. January 4th every year. Yeah, so if she was at Wrestle Kingdom. Literally on the same day every year. That's what I was saying, January 4th. Um, right. I, I think I think it's I cut like out. It's like Christmas. My, I think my microphone cut out, uh, and I said, when is it? January 4th? No, you didn't say that. My microphone cut out. We're that's in what, the same room, Joseph. Oh, shit. I can hear everything you say now. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Um, so maybe I didn't say that anyway, speaking of not saying that, I didn't say that. You see that? (laughs) That was so bad. I was actually trying to think of a segue into talking, uh, about your, your day yesterday. Uh, yeah, I had a shit day yesterday. (laughs) I had a really shit day yesterday. Um, Joe got robbed. I got robbed. I had to go to the police station today and tell people that I got robbed. So, long story short, I am selling my house in South Carolina. I left a couple things inside of a car that I left here in South Carolina. The car was inside his garage. Inside my garage, behind locked doors. But obviously, there were people doing work at the house. And then people that came and saw the house because, you know, they're potential buyers. So, I drove down here. To pick up stuff from that car and bring it back up to Virginia. Little did I know that everything was taken out of my car. And I am the victim of, I don't know, petty theft, maybe? (laughs) Yeah, I think so. (laughs) But, you know, there was some good shit in there. My, My pressure washer, my table saw, my, I think my Oculus Quest 2 was in there. Oh, no. Um... You know, some gardening tools. I had a brand new fucking $40 shovel. Maybe $40. I don't know. I might be stretching you it. Bought, you bought That's, a $40 shovel? It's a nice shovel. How much do shovels cost? Shovels are pretty expensive, and this was a nice shovel. Because my, my shitty shovel, the reason I bought a new shovel is because I was shoveling. And okay. Don't ask As me, one does. Don't ask me why. Uh, dead bodies? It was definitely dead bodies. Dude. Nah, so I was shoveling. I'm going to go to the police now. Oh, fuck. (laughs) So I was doing some shoveling, as one does, and uh, it broke. The shitty one. The wooden handle one, the shitty Walmart wooden handle one. So I bought a Cobalt, which is a brand. Cobalt makes shovels? I thought they just made, like, power tools. Nah, dude. Cobalt makes everything. Regular tools. Nah, dude. When I think of a shovel, I don't think of it as a regular tool. You're a regular tool. Damn. (laughs) That was... Yeah. Okay. Continue. Um, but yeah, this had like, you know, it's supposed to be this super strong, strong handled shovel. 
and I had never even used it, not even once. That might have been what caught people's eye. Was it blue? It was blue. <laughs> that might have been what caught their eyes. Caught your... the eyes behind the garage door. Yeah. That's bullshit. While they were inside of the garage While fixing up in... your house. Yeah. They were like, ooh, look at that shovel. That looks great. Oh, look at all this other stuff that's in here. Yeah. Let's I just ha- take that too. I had an entire box that was like taped up and put in the car. It's gone. I don't even remember what was in it. Couldn't be that important, but I know the Oculus was in there. Dude, that sucks. Yeah. That's a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I got one I, of those. I bet Dylan. Trust me, I'm not the one that robbed you. I bought this. <laughs> I know. I see the box. Yeah, it's it was Dude, expensive. I did see it's. It says that it came with Resident Evil. Haven't Is that terrifying? Okay, that Haven't sounds terrible. It. I refuse to play it because of how terrifying it would be. Yeah. Dude, I played. Uh, back, I was playing. Back, I'm just gonna play Beat Saber for the rest of my life. Back in my day, before I play, before I got robbed. I had an Oculus. <laughs> I played uh I played the Star Wars VR game. Wasn't that terrible? I didn't think so. It was called Vader Immortal. It wasn't great, but it was good. And it was really good graphics. And I gotta tell you, standing under Darth Vader was horrifying. Because you had to look at his penis? Yeah, because I looked at his <laughs> big old balls. No, because he's super tall and intimidating. And it's like I don't know. And you're not? I'm not, and neither was my character. <laughs> he breathes real heavily, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine, <laughs> just, it's just like the, the visual there of just Darth Vader. <laughs> God damn it. Okay. Oh, fuck. I feel like we haven't had a good... A good like uh what's that called just like a good bullshit like that in a while yeah before we actually get into the wrestling but we need to do that uh this week we watched no way out 2000 and like i said in the intro i thought this was a very good show yeah there were some there were some matches that were definitely on the opposite end of very good one one might say very bad um but Let's start with signs. All right. Joseph, I know you have to have some signs. I have some signs. Uh, not great signs. And first off, I want to give a shout out to my dude whose name I don't know, who asked Jessica to marry him on a sign at No Way Out 2000. Do you think she was watching? I don't know if she was next to him or if, <laughs> that would be if, so funny if, if she like was... she went home and she was or sorry, he went to the show and she was at home watching and he was just holding up a sign that said, Jessica, marry me. <laughs> <laughs> I spent all the money I would have bought an engagement ring for you on these tickets to No Way Out 2000. Will and you marry me? The markers and, and the... <laughs> sign material. <laughs> um, Let's see. What do I have? Oh, I've got one, one, one guy in the crowd who just really had it out for Best Buy. Had a sign that said, really? Best Buy sucks. Wow. And I don't know if that was the case in 2000, but it could have been. I think Best Buy is pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I enjoy, I enjoy going to Best Buy. Yeah, I like going to Best Buy. It's, like, like, it's like, like a top five store to go to. Like, sure, I could get everything from, on Best Buy from Amazon. Yeah. But I don't know what I want when I go I to Best Buy. I just enjoy being in Best Buy because, like, I don't know what they have sometimes. Like, oh, they have all these new cool technologies. Yeah. 
And sometimes you just got to see it to believe it. If you've ever been to one of the really nice Best Buys with the, like the theater room. Oh my God, dude. Yeah, I've been to that. I've used the theater room. Wow. They have one uh, in my hometown. Really? One of the Best Buys with the theater rooms? Fuck yeah, yeah dude. Wow. Shit's amazing. They it have is. those They have those leather seats that recline when you push a button. Instead yeah. of having to pull some wonky lever and try to lean back like this couch I'm sitting in right now. Yeah, if that's not great marketing for something I'm never going to buy... I don't know oh, they have is. like thousand inch TVs. Yeah, yeah thousand it's, it's inch ins- like projectors, insane. like state of the art surround sound systems. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna go ahead and call this guy's bullshit. Best Buy does not suck. No. Best Buy is a top five store to go to. I bet back in 2000 at Best Buy you could have gotten a TV that was huge, but also had a VCR and a DVD player. Did they have DVDs in 2000? I don't know. Sounds like something they would have. We're definitely getting close to the DVD realm. I don't think they do because I feel like they'd be advertising that on these pay-per-views. Like, nah, well, you can pre-order nah. this pay-per-view on DVD. Well, they don't say that about VHS at all. That's true. I don't know, dude. We, I'm going to say we, that you're right, though. were we, we probably should. introduced sometime around March of 19... Oof. March of 1997. I kind of want to look this up, but I I don't know. I don't really want to ask you. You don't right have now. to, because you just did. Because I just did. I did. I don't know how I didn't put that together. That like <laughs> man, that was like a super <laughs> random like month and year to like be saying that. But sure, Joe. <laughs> All right. What else do you have? Um. Oh shit! Signs. Yeah, we were talking about signs. Um, yeah, I have one that I'm going to leave out because I, I want to talk about. I don't want to talk about it as a sign. I want to talk about it as something Chris Jericho says. Um, so I'll just go with a two-part sign. Ooh. It was one of those signs where one person was holding one and his buddy was holding the other. And the first sign says, we love Billy Guns. The second sign just said, ass. <laughs> <laughs> we ass love ass Billy ass guns ass. Ass. Ass, 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 <laughs> ass. Uh, I'll go through a couple here. Um, so this was during the entrance of some new people that we saw during the show. So spoilers ahead right now. Uh, there was a sign that said, Deport Eddie and Stinko Malenko. That's fair. The Radicals are in the World Wrestling Federation now. Allegedly. Allegedly. I don't know why those signs would be there. Because we haven't seen them yet, or have we? <laughs> uh, there was a sign that said, I want to eat sushi off of China. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I didn't even know sushi was had like made its way to America in 1990. Sorry. Whoa. Wrong millennia. 2000. You should look that one up, too. I feel like, it's, I feel like sushi's been around forever. Well, been around, sure. But it, like... But, like... But like sushi was was not a craze until like I would say more recently in America. You can't really look up when sure. the craze started. Yeah, there's a lot more sushi restaurants now than there was in 2000. I bet, but sushi was here. It was here, but like I don't know. Do you remember? I bet you don't. Never mind. It's not worth saying. Ask me. No, ask I was me like, anything. I was going to ask you if you remembered a very specific moment in a very specific episode of The Office where Ryan was like, yeah, you got to get in behind this. 
like the the first people that that got in on the trend of sushi in America are probably millionaires now and I'm offering you a once in a lifetime deal of getting in on another Japanese art of origami I don't remember that. <laughs> I figured you wouldn't remember that, so I wasn't going to say it. Um, but, I, just, I just thought, like... But that means that in his lifetime, sushi had gotten popular. That is true. That was, like, early to mid-2000s. Mm-hmm. That was... I don't know. I think it was a later season, so it was probably, like, early 2010s. There's really no way of knowing. Nice. Um, I'll do. I'll do one here. I'm surprised you didn't say this one yet because of your incident with uh, scalping tickets a few weeks weeks ago. But yeah, there was a sign it. that said legalized scalping. Yeah, <laughs> but I did write after I wrote down that sign. I said, I hope they're talking about tickets. I hope so, too, because <laughs> that was all that came to mind until you just said that. And I was like, <laughs> well, shit, they, I guess they could be talking about other things. Yeah. Let's just go with the fact that they're probably talking about scalping tickets. Yeah, and if you are talking about that, then fuck you, because scalping sucks. Except that one time. No, I f- yeah, well, that guy scalped and he got scalped. Yeah, you scalped the scalpers. Yeah, but not... The ticket scalpers. If the detective who's we're talking about my tickets. case is listening... <laughs> <laughs> we're not talking about the bad scalping. We're talking about the not good scalping. Right. I don't know which one's worse. Scalping tickets for sure. Well, like the other one's at least enjoyable for somebody. Yeah, and I gotta I gotta think back <laughs> to oh um well not reservoir dogs. What's what's that uh Quentin Tarantino movie? Mm-hmm. You know, the one with the Nazis. Oh my god. Hmm. I've never felt more stupid. No, I love that movie. It's, we're talking about the Brad Pitt one, right? Yeah. What the fuck? Oh, it starts with an I. Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. Yeah. Scalp. Maybe scalping wasn't that bad in that movie. What, tickets? No, like <laughs> Nazis. Yeah, it Because if we can agree on anything, it's that Nazis suck. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. We don't we don't like Nazis. Yeah, we, we're definitely an anti Kanye West podcast. <laughs> <laughs> there goes one of our listeners. Oh <laughs> shit! See ya, Kanye. Speaking of Nazis, uh, I had a sign. Well, this yeah, sort of sort of along the lines. I had a sign that said Kurt Angle is a commie. Mm, I didn't know that. That's pretty much like the only other good ones that I have. Um, you can rattle off the rest of yours. Yeah, I saw one that said something about D- WCW being bankrupt, but I couldn't read the whole sign. It said, WCW, we got two words for you. Bankrupt. Which is one word. But they spelled it. <laughs> <laughs> and they spelled it as one word. <laughs> I saw one that said, take or get well. I don't know when he was injured. A while ago. He's coming back soon as American Badass. Oh, that sucks. I think. Allegedly. Spoiler um, alert. Let me just flip the old page. Um, one's, One was really weird. It said, Chow Rock God Country. Oh, I dude, to, I saw that one. Had no idea what it meant. <laughs> I was did like, not write it down. <laughs> I was, I was like, like, what in the fuck this is, is this? is fucking weird. And then another one that said, Foley will die. I mean, we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, 
Oh, and then I only wrote these down because I saw them during the same match. There was a guy that was holding a sign, arrow pointed down on himself, that said Emilio. And then right next to him, there was one that said, eat at Emilio's. Oh. I didn't catch uh, that. I think I saw eat at Emilio's, but I did not catch the Emilio down arrow sign. Yeah. Interesting. That was him. That was Emilio himself. Of Holy Emilio's. shit. Well, if you have the opportunity, apparently you should eat there. In um, some country, some some state that we don't. Where was know. this? I don't know. There's no way of knowing. Was it North Carolina? I don't remember them saying. Was North it DC? Carolina. I was thinking DC. Was it Texas? But DC is where Raw was this week. I know. I feel like I'm just saying the places that the shows were this week. I feel like it was like AEW was in. I Texas. feel like it was at the Hartford Civic Center. Dude, you. In I know Hartford, you just looked that up, but that's right. Nice. I know you just looked that up, but no. now, now that you say that, that's right. No. You definitely just looked that up, I'm you not piece looking of at shit. It. I'm not looking at it right now. Yes, you are. But I'm thinking I should give $2 to, to Wikipedia. I don't know why. It could, could I be because I looked it up and I was... And now they're asking me for money. Well, fuck you. Let's get into the first match. My God, we've been rambling for a while. Kurt Angle versus Chris Jericho. And some takes... Some things to note from this match. Um, China is now with Chris Jericho, not like sexually or anything on screen, but like maybe puts it. Yeah, sure. Maybe. Um, but they're like, she's, she's like accompanying him to the ring and stuff and they like each other now. So maybe a, a little respect thing. I don't know. Or like best friends forever. BFFs. Yeah. Uh, Kurt Angle coming in as the European champion. Jericho is the Intercontinental Champion, uh, and this was for only the Intercontinental Championship. And really the only thing that I want out of Kurt Angle very soon is the You Suck chance. And I know they're not happening Not until soon. it's feud with Edge. I know. I know they're not happening anytime soon. I think it's like 2001 or two. But you know what's at, our, at the next pay-per-view? A little spoiler for the next pay-per-view. Is that two falls match with Benoit, Jericho, and Kurt Angle for the two titles? Oh shit! Pretty positive of that, dude. You might be right. It was a good match. You might be right. I think I am. There's also the triangle ladder match. Let's not forget that. Yeah, that's gonna be great. We'll get to how that happens, but yeah, um, this match fast paced. A bunch of fun, and uh, I feel like you know I have a bunch of notes here about what happened in the match, and I feel like I still barely remember what happened in the match. I just remember it was really good, and that Kurt Angle fucking won the Intercontinental Championship. In case you couldn't tell, because of Joe talking about the both belts thing. Um, I'm just confused why you keep on calling him Kurt Angle, and instead of his real name, Kirk Angel. Who the fuck called him that? Jericho. Jericho called, Jericho called him that every time he spoke about him in backstage promos <laughs> and everything. And that was the sign that I, I didn't want to say was somebody was holding up a sign that said Kirk Angel. Oh, my God. Because that's what Jericho. I did. totally forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, There was like a, a weird ending to this. Like Angle, he 
so Jericho knocks Angle into China, into the stairs. So then Tim White's checking on China, which allows Kurt Angle to hit Jericho with the belt. Oh, that's what it was. When it Jericho's was, going for the lion salt. He's going for the lion salt, and, and uh, Kurt Angle basically puts the championship up on his knees. Um, like Smash Jericho in the face with yeah. it as he was doing a backflip. Yeah, and then it, it ended right there. And then was uh, Earl Hebner comes out during this, right? Yeah. Earl Hebner comes out. I thought out. something was going to happen because they've set this precedent. Like if something like weird like that happens on an undercard match, that they might there's a chance they like overturn it or restart the match. And Hebner comes out to like I don't know basically bullshit. tell him to, and Tim Tim White gets pissed off. Yeah, Tim White's, Tim White's just like, like fuck you. No, dude, I already called the match. Fuck you. Yeah. Uh, and then they they didn't restart the match or anything. But I remember texting you while I was watching that match, and I was like, wait. I might be wrong if Earl Hebner has something to say about this. Nope. He had but nothing he, to say. Well, he had something to say, but Tim White didn't give a fuck. Tim White. <laughs> Tim White and was then like, er- <laughs> Tim White was like, if you make me fucking overturn this match and restart this <laughs> match, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> That's where it all started. Yeah. This two and a quarter a- After this, match. Earl Hebner just continuously bullied Tim White <laughs> until the famous 2002 storyline where he's constantly going to kill him. Chad always said it was in 2004. I don't I know. don't remember it I at just all. made it up. I just made up that I knew that. Might Either way, this got, this got two and a quarter beers, and we will move on to the Dudley Boys versus the New Age Outlaws for the WWF Tag Team Championships. But... Yeah. Well, before there were any any entrances or anything like this, the oh, Dudleys had a backstage promo. Oh, they did. And Bubba Ray's done stuttering. Yep. And now he has like a country accent. Yeah. That was my <laughs> that was my in between matches note was that Bubba Ray appears to no longer have a stutter. Yeah, I forgot about that. Y'all. <laughs> Hi, my name's Bubba Ray, y'all. Oh, but he was talking really slow. As if he was still afflicted by stutters, but he I was thought tr- he was going to stutter because of the way he was talking, and then yeah. I was like, N- "I think the stuttering's gone. I think we're just onto a country accent now." Which I just don't. I don't remember any of these things, which is what makes these retros so much fun to watch. And I, I just, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about half of the shit that Bob Ray does, but it, you know, it's whatever. Um, Jr. During, I think, entrances, he said the the Outlaws are perhaps the greatest tag team in WWF history. Hmm. How would you feel about that, Joseph? At this point? 2000? Put them, are they even in your top five at this point? No. No, but in 2000? I mean, who's better? In 2000? Uh, I'm, I'm kidding. There are tons. Well, no, because they've got more reigns than the three te- like the Hardys, Edge and Christian, and the Dudleys. So, like at this point, they are better than those teams, and I say that despite what happened in this match. Is so it's a matter of of reigns. Why wouldn't it be? Well, who has more WWE champ- tag team championships run runs the the Hardys or the, or the Outlaws, the Young Bucks. Oh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay. It's the Hardys, by the way. Yeah. I. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah, pretty sure. Um. Yeah, I, I would say I would I don't think I'd even put the outlaws in my top five. No, 
possibly not even my top 10 of all time right now. Like if you took it, if you, if I'm saying from right now. Of all time. Of all time. Yeah. That'd be a pretty hard sell to, to put them in your top 10. Like Braun Strowman and Nicholas might be above. Top off number 10 yeah. or top off number one. They They might be better than the Outlaws. No, that's not fair. <laughs> Outlaws were good. They were. They were a lot of fun. Especially well, really the pre match thing and the suck it. That was that was the funnest. The the yeah, I'll say it. The funnest. The funnest. I said it. I said what I said. Uh the Dudleys win the tag titles. Frequent tags in this match. Teddy Long goes down. Some shit happened. Dudleys hit a three D. They win the titles. And it's got a beer and a half. As we move into the match of the night. Match of the night. Mark Henry versus Viscera. Big boys. Just what the doctor ordered. Uh, this is, I mean, who doesn't want that? Who doesn't want to watch a good old Mark Henry versus Viscera match? I know Vince McMahon wanted to watch it. Yeah. That's why it was on this pay-per-view. Can I tell you a little something I learned about Viscera this week? Did you learn that he's fat? That he was fat. Yeah, that's right. He's dead. Speaking of him being dead, he died in 2014 of a heart attack. I know. Shocking. <laughs> uh, a year after he died, his his widow widowed wife tried to sue the WWE for causing his death because WWE didn't take the proper precautions against concussions. He died of a heart attack. <laughs> Which is basically what the WWE lawyer said was, while while this death is tragic, I highly doubt that concussion protocol has anything to do with, with a morbidly obese man dying of a heart attack. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and the case got dismissed. <laughs> like, I know we sound terrible right now, but like as it should. <laughs> As it should have. Like, like, yes, WWE had a lot to learn at this point about head trauma and and how to handle that kind of stuff, a la Chris Benoit. But, Definitely. <laughs> but Viscera dying of a heart attack. I was about to say, we're doing this again. It did nothing to progress their, their, their concussion protocol. <laughs> I didn't listen to the final cut of last week's episode, but I, I was about to say, are we, we're doing this again? What's that? Talking about Chris Benoit. Oh, we have to talk about Chris Benoit. Well, I mean, eventually. Yeah, whenever he shows up in the company. Yeah, but nobody knows when that's going to be. Um, the big thing from this match was we found out that the hand has been born from... has been Not yet. She's pregnant. No, they said it's been born. Oh, did they? Yeah, because JR was like, Mark Henry, the world's strongest man. I guess he also has the world's strongest sperm. Yeah. I, they, I, they, they, if they were saying that she was pregnant, they wouldn't say that she was pregnant with a hand. Like, they talked about the hand. They talked about the hand? It was very brief, but yes. Okay, so... And then, and then Jerry Lawler said, so Mae Young has the world's strongest ovaries? Yep, world's strongest ovaries. <laughs> um, I would say yes. I don't know. I, uh... I wrote down as one of my notes that Mae Young was pregnant, and it was. Uh, it, I wrote it down between the the tag match and the Viscera Mark Henry match. So I thought they said something about her being pregnant. I don't think so. 
I don't know, but I have I do have another quote from this match. Ooh, go off. Um, so Jr. was talking about how she got pregnant at seventy-seven years old, and uh, King says, "You may buy the seventy-seven-year-old thing, but I don't." She knew Eve when she was just a rib. <laughs> Which I cracked up at. <laughs> Which that's a biblical reference for you heathens. Oh, okay. <laughs> this match fucking sucked though. Yeah, this was surprisingly. Yeah. I was ready for this to actually be match of the night. It wasn't. Yeah, three got- quarters three quarters of a beer here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Next match though was very good. Yes, it was. So we had the Hardy Boys versus Edge and Christian. The winner of this match, well, basically, it was a number one contender match. Basically, we was going to challenge the Dudleys for the tag titles at WrestleMania 2000. Um, I took a note at the time of watching this before it was over, and I said, knowing what I know about WrestleMania 16, I feel like this match will end in shenanigans. And it kind of it kind of did. Yeah, I don't know what you know about this match, so I guess I guess you have to let 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 me know after we talk about the shenanigans. But first, let's talk about how Terry is back. Sup, Terry Runnels. Sup, sup back then. Yeah, not now. Terry's back, and uh, King started us off with a quote while she was entering, and he says, "Welcome back, Terry. I'm glad to see you back." And your front. <laughs> oh, Jerry. God, what a fucking pervert. Um, That's not the last thing he said of the night. <laughs> yeah. But, he had well, some really bad ones on this night. I, don't, I barely wrote any of them down, but I do remember hearing some really bad ones. Um, something else I noticed during this match was JR was having trouble telling Matt and Jeff apart. Yeah, which was super weird because it's it's not like trying to tell apart Jimmy and Jay Uso like six years ago when they actually looked exactly alike, mm-hmm. and you had to go Jimmy Chain Jay Cross. Yeah, you know, Jeff Hardy has like a rainbow colored hair. Yeah, you can't miss him. Yeah, I don't understand what Jr. was doing. Sorry, no, that's cool. Nice shit. Yeah, I guess because they're brothers, which automatically makes them identical twins. I mean, he knew Edge and Christian. He could tell them apart, and they're I, brothers. I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, that's true, and so are Bubba, <laughs> Bubba and Devon. Yeah. I don't know how well, he tells them brothers. apart. They're okay, half-brothers. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> well, was, it, was it JR or, or King that, that had a really hard time with Crush and... Oh, Whatever. it was all. It's always been JR. Apocalypse, right? It was. It's always D- been JR. Eight ball, eight ball, and eight ball and skull. Skull, yeah. <laughs> it's like their names are on their vests. <laughs> <laughs> oh right. man, these these two teams obviously knocked it out of the park in this match. Yeah. So early in this match, uh, Matt and Jeff Hardy decide that it's time to take their shirt off, and as you remember. Terry is uh, is the manager for this team. She almost took her shirt off, and I was about to get really excited. Bet. Um, I thought she was. But, yeah, that's. Uh, I said King was going to have another quote of the night. He, he said, 
The least Terry can do is take her shirt off like the rest of her team. I agree. Yeah. That would have been really cool. Because you're the same person as, as King, Jerry the King Lawler. No, I'm not the same person as him. Yeah. I just thought it would have been cool. Did I say those things when yes. that happened? No. Jerry said them. And then you were Do like, I agree yeah. with him? And then you were like, yeah, Jer- Jerry Lawler has a really good point. He did have he, a really good point. He normally does. Team unity is important, and that showed here in this match. Yeah, that's true. That showed. Yeah. Terry turned on the Hardys, which is probably why she didn't take her shirt off, even though Edge and Christian, I think, both did. But anyways, um, she turned on Matt and Jeff and then, I guess, tried to join Edge and Christian. I don't understand what the fuck was going on here. And also, for some reason, the APA was on the outside of this whole match. I guess to, they said it was to protect Terry from the Dudley boys. I don't know what the fuck's going on there. Um, I really need some video recaps of what the fuck's going on on Raw. Yeah. You know what I think of every time I see this era of Christian? That is, he sucks? No, he doesn't. You know Christian's one of the greatest, un, or one of the most underrated. That wrestlers. he looks stupid? No. That he should cut his hair? Shut up. I'm going to tell you. You asked me a question. <laughs> and a simple no would have sufficed. Or, no, then. <laughs> uh, no, but... Just uh, answer the question. He wears that netted shirt, which always reminds me... <laughs> I knew it was going to be about this. Which always reminds me of 51st Dates, her brother. <laughs> how he's always wearing the netted yeah. shirt and, like, and the Adam Sandler comments throughout the entire movie. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, I got to watch that movie again. Let's watch it right after this. Okay. Dylan's shaking his head as if he's really sleepy. No, I'll probably I'll probably stay. I'll probably be a night owl, you know? I don't have to go to that place till like 8 tomorrow. It's going to be great. Wow. I know. Good day. It's going to be a good Friday. Not the good Friday. Did you just shit your pants? No. Nah, that was disgusting. Nah. I think it was Honey. Tony's not here. It's oh. just us. I think it was Raven. No, it's just us. Walter? No. Leslie. Girls don't poop or it, fart. It wasn't a it was it was just a fart. Anyways, uh this match got three and three quarters of a beer. Mm-hmm. As we ask ourselves moving forward from it, why, Terry, why? Did, yeah. And we're probably not gonna find out because Ever we we don't watch the Rawls in between. Yeah, we'll get back. We'll we'll watch WrestleMania 16 and, and, and Terry, Terry will already Terry be back. back with the Hardys. <laughs> but but that, that's the thing is, Terry is the legal property of the Hardys at this point. That's true. She so. is there. Almost said nope. Almost said a bad word. Um, a very insensitive word. She is. She's their property. You're right, Joe. Yeah, legal property. That's the only way to put that. No other words for someone owning another human. Speaking of owning another human, Taz totally owned Big Boss Man in the next match. No, he didn't. By disqualification. Okay. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? I, I turned my page. I saw that, that Taz won, and I was like, yeah, he totally owned him. And I was like, oh, wait. <laughs> Dude, they, they started the fight out on the ramp, and then... Uh, Prince Albert interfered during the Taz mission within a few minutes. Like, during the match, Taz actually was, like, owning him. You're kind of yeah. right. Uh, but then, like, 
So so Taz wins by DQ, and then they just proceed to beat the ever-living shit out of Taz, while Taz just is just like, I'm not going to go down. I'm going to keep trying to fight back. And it didn't work. Like, it, sort, it, it almost worked. And then, I mean, they just beat the shit out of Taz. We, we had blood in the mouth of Taz. And then Boss Man unprotected shot to the dome of Taz with the nightstick. He hit him so hard in the head that it broke it. It was disgusting. Yeah. Also, Albert is way too hairy. Yeah. So can I tell you, like, you know my history with, with wrestling. I wasn't allowed to watch it when I was a kid. So I did not, I didn't see a lot of. Prince Albert's in-ring career until our retro review, retro pay-per-views now. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> dude, he sucked. I didn't know him as Prince Albert. I knew him as Tensei. A, what's that? Did you know him as Tensei? No, Matt Bloom. Okay, Matt Bloom. Which I think is his real name. Yeah. As a trainer in NXT, and the reason I knew him was not because I I I'm very I very in, I have a very in-depth like knowledge of their trainers. It's because mm-hmm. he told me that I had a match against a returning Big Show in W in uh, 2K17 <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> you were like, "Who the fuck is this dude? <laughs> Why is he so hairy?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh fuck. It was. I think it was actually 2K18. It was the one with Seth Rollins on the front. The one we all got. That's 18. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this got a beer. And uh, then I mean. Storyline match of the night. Best friends um, turn bitter enemies. Kane versus X Pac. No holds no, barred. Is, what? What? Yeah, this sucked. <laughs> but I gotta say, Tori turning on Kane. Terrible. So realistic. Yeah. <laughs> she must have known about. Like she must have just gotten tired of his burned, shriveled penis, which is all Jerry, Jerry the yeah, King Lawler dude, can talk about. My God. <laughs> It's like not the first time he's talked JR, about. What do you how- think it looks like? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah, that's and that's my only note for the match because I I just didn't care about the match. Is that King keeps talking about Kane's deformed penis? This <laughs> <laughs> is so fuck up. Uh, let's see. I did have another. Oh, there it is. I did have a Jerry Lawler quote. Um, for this, and he said that Kane spent prom night organizing his sock drawer. Did you know that? I didn't. A little fun that's, fact about Kane. That's sad. I mean, that's the Kane. Kane's gonna Kane. I mean, that's what he do. Yeah. Organize like, that sock drawer, son. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's better than what he's doing now, which is <laughs> being a racist mayor. <laughs> Not even racism, like. He probably is racist, but he it's is. More. What? What? I don't remember what the fuck he said. Like, uh, he's something. He might. It might not be racist. No, he's he, one of the ists. He just like he's got one of the isms. He's a he's a wealthy fifty something year old white man who who like who thinks he has more to say about women's oh it was the rights women's than, yeah that's what yeah. it was that's what it was yeah he's okay so it's, it's that sexism. and he, he's he's also like transphobic and that kind of stuff Jesus dude. He's a good guy. You said it, not me. I I wasn't serious. <laughs> no, you know what the worst part is? Is like growing up, Kane was my favorite wrestler. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, which is fair because he's so talented in ring. <laughs> well, I was a child. And <laughs> I didn't. I I just enjoyed the story. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking and, back now, I'm just like. It's like every time some of these big dudes get on my screen, probably with the exception of The Undertaker, is probably the only one that I really like enjoy watching. But like Kane, I mean, Mark Henry, Viscera, Big Boss Man, even British Bulldog, even though he's not like a giant. Get Prince the Albert. fuck off my screen. Prince Albert. Oh, just give me something exciting. Satnam Singh. Satnam Singh is the goat. <laughs> <laughs> um, X-Pac... Uh, Pinned Kane in this match. He trapped him under the stairs. That's true. That's what happened here. Um, and, and it was a no-holds-barred match, so it counted. Yeah, and Kane was able to tombstone Tori. And the crowd loved it. They probably all thought she was a skank for for leaving her her mans. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was it for this one. Two beers. And then we got a pretty cool uh, retro pay-per-view debut. Well, before that, like... Sure, it was pretty cool. Sorry, but, I don't have the, the I don't have the in between the match but, notes. I'm no, sorry. but but the team that they faced, they were a little too cool. Oh yeah, too cool. Yeah. And Rikishi, nice. We're too cool. Rikishi was part of too cool. Yeah, he was. But they did introduce them as too cool and Rikishi, which was kind of okay. wild to me. Rikishi Fatu. Yeah, Fatu. Uh, they faced the Radicals, minus Eddie Guerrero, because he was hurt. Yeah. Um, so they're in the WWF now, which is pretty fucking cool. Um, Eddie Guerrero, in this like backstage promo that Joe's talking about, he had the uh, this like v- like the most obviously fake prop that was supposed to be a steel pipe I've ever seen. Yeah. It looked like a piece of styrofoam that was just painted, or they used like markers to make it look like it was made of steel. And it was just not. Um, but he tried to interfere early with that obviously fake steel pipe and just got thrown out. And it, then from then on, it was a six-man tag team match, which I thought was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I had I had fun watching this. Things got out of hand. Uh, Chris Benoit got the stink face, probably rightfully so. Yeah, Bree had a lot to say about Rikishi's but What'd she say? Uh, she was she just say that like, it was cute. No, it was it was more derogatory, which is rude. So you know, I count. I Whoa. I told her that that it was wrong of her to say, and then I told her that it was the Usos' dad, and then uh, and Roman Reigns' uncle. Yeah, yeah. We had a whole conversation about the Anwa family. That's good. Annoy. I don't know how to say it. I don't think it's annoy. Anoy. I think it's annoy. A no I okay. Well, we had a whole conversation about how they were related and so on. So, and now she she knows her place. Yeah, she learned her role and shut her mouth. Sweet. <laughs> um, some other highlights here. Let's see. We got to see Scotty Too Hotty do the worm. Um, it's true. Let's see. Got to see the sunglasses. Oh yeah, little dance at the end of the match. Chris Benoit chops are just as deadly as they've ever been. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I probably shouldn't have used that word. Oh, Chris Benoit. <laughs> let's, uh, yeah, maybe let's move on. Um, yeah. 
Who won? Too Cool won. Too Cool and uh, Mr. Fat Two. It's got two and a half beers. I thought it was really good. I, I enjoyed this. Yeah. Yeah. It was a it was a fun match. Two and a half beers for that one. Ah, yes, the next one. A lot of story in this one. We had The Rock versus The Big Show. So, Genesis behind this match. Now, allegedly, we needed video proof to see. We ended up getting it. But, basically, this was to determine the actual winner of the Royal Rumble. Because, apparently, The Rock's feet hit first. Now, yeah, but the bottom of the screen was cut off in the video Big Show showed. He's like, yeah, and to prove that his feet hit, uh, here's a video. No, they definitely showed I His feet actually feet touched the floor. I don't know. Uh, maybe at least one foot was cut off. There was bullshit, though. That was doctored footage. The Rock won the Royal Rumble. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter what the Big Show says. It really doesn't. Big Show... No, I like Big Show matches right now, but later Big Show matches, when mm-hmm. he's actually 500 pounds and not a build 500 pounds, yeah. those are so bad. Well, but then but then it gets better when he starts losing weight again, and we we get the Enzo Amore and a shark cage match. That was cool. Yeah, I really mm-hmm. man really looking forward to that one. Yeah, we'll never get there. We'll die before we get to 2018. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Also, knowing what I'm knowing about WrestleMania in 2000, I thought that this match was also going to end in shenanigans. Mm-hmm. And it kind of yeah, did. You know a lot about 2000, WrestleMania 2000. I know the big matches on the show. Yeah, I'm not going to look at it. I'm not going to ruin it for myself. I wouldn't. I just know what one, what the main event is. I just know who's in it. Okay. Yeah, I know WrestleMania 17. This is WrestleMania 16. It's WrestleMania 2000. Yeah, which is the 16th WrestleMania. God damn it, Cam Makers, you piece of shit. Yeah, stupid bitch. Fucking stupid. This team stupid fucking ass. sucks. Anyways, um, Big Show matches really is still, they're just not that good. Uh, yeah. Hebner goes down. We get Tim White. To come out, yeah, to to renew their feud from earlier Hebner, tonight. Hebner pulls him out of the ring, and then they, did you see them fighting on the outside of the ring? Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> my my note. I have a note for this match. It says Tim White versus Earl at Mania, which I like again. You I wonder don't know why I knew, you know, knowing what I know about WrestleMania 2000. Mm-hmm. I knew there'd be some shenanigans. Yeah. yeah, I'm calling for that match. It's Tim White versus Earl Hebner at, at WrestleMania 16. Can't happen at WrestleMania 39 because Tim White's dead. Fuck, I actually I forgot he actually died. And so did Earl Hebner's brother this year, like within weeks of each other. Dave. Dave. Um, but R. anyways. R. Well, R. Wait. R.I.P. Right. Anyways, while the, re- while the rest are fighting on the outside... Shane McMahon, he's he, I guess comes back. Yeah, this might. I think have we call this a return. I don't know. Um, but he attacks The Rock, and The Big Show wins. So I guess we're getting The Big Show versus the winner of the main event at WrestleMania, Joe. Mm-hmm. 
Probably. Yep. I guess The Rock's just not going to be in that match. Probably. See, the way you say that makes me think The Rock is going to be in that match. Anyway. I had no idea how to rate this match. I didn't know if Shane McMahon was a return, if it was a turn. So I just said yes to both, and I got three and a half beers. Okay. Um, it's hard to judge. I called I called it a return because they said that it was a returning Shane McMahon. And they said he was back. Yeah. Yeah. So I called it a return. And we got 3.5. Yeah. You know, close enough. And then the main event, Joe. The main event. Hell in a Cell. Yes. Triple H versus Cactus Jack. And... As to be rem- a, a, a very important part of this match is if Cactus Jack lost, oh yes, he was going to be forced to retire. That's true. So, could he win the WWF Championship, or would we never see him again in the WWE ring? Um, one thing and- I did like about this in the they did like a pre-match video of like because this is the fourth Hell in a Cell match of all time, I think. Uh, yeah. So they were doing like a highlight package of previous Hell in a Cell matches, which keep in mind there were only three, and they only showed highlights from two of them because that's just how fucking bad the Undertaker versus Big Boss Man Hell in a Cell match was. Was that a match? Yeah, WrestleMania 15. This is the sixth Hell in a Cell. What the fuck? Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker, Undertaker and Stone Cold. Uh, versus what? what? This that no. Okay, this might not be an officially recognized one, but on the Wikipedia page for list of Hell in a Cell matches, there was a Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker, the first yep, ever, the first one, widely accepted because it was the first one. Mm-hmm. Then there was at Raw on June fifteenth, so less than a year later, Undertaker and Stone Cold versus Mankind and Kane in a tornado tag team match. Inside the Hell in a Cell. There's no way that's right. Because that's around probably, the same time. We could probably watch it on Peacock. That's probably around the same time as Taker and Mankind Hell in a Cell. Because that was at King of the Ring 98. And then, about two weeks later, was Undertaker versus Mankind inside Hell in a Cell at King of the Ring. Okay. Then it was Mankind versus Kane. Again on Raw. Don't remember that. Obviously, it was on Raw, and then Undertaker versus Big Boss Man, and then this match. So you, th- this is the fourth pay-per-view Hell in a Cell. Well, that's all really the let's let's be honest, Joe. Those are the only Hell in a Cell matches that matter. Oh, you do a Hell in a Cell match on weekly television, it's gonna suck. One commercial of, breaks in there, no picture in picture. Well, in two thousand, it's worse than that. Worse than commercial breaks. The first one I mentioned, the Tornado Tag match, was only 10 minutes and 38 seconds. Jesus. The Mankind versus Kane one on Raw was 7 minutes and 41 seconds. What the fuck? For Hell in a Cell, why would you even build the structure? I think it's already built. They just kind of have to put it together. Like build it? If you build it, they will come. And then they'll have a match. And then they'll probably come again. Anyways, we saw um, the classic uh, Cactus Jack. 
he was checking the sturdiness of the cage when he got in there. So yeah. I, I did notice that. That was good. And they had the door like padlocked with a bunch of chains to signify that there was no way out, Joe. Did there you was, catch that? There wasn't. There fact, was no way out. No way out. Um, except for obviously there was definitely this one spot in the cage that uh, there was a way out as long as you threw the stairs hard enough at it. Yeah. That's and true. that's how they got out. <laughs> I just thought it was so funny that at a pay-per-view titled No Way Out, they found a way out. And yeah. they found their way on and top of the And they found their way back in. And they found their way back in. Well, unfortunately for Cactus Jack, yeah. They they made their way to the top of the cage. Um, Triple H first. Mick, or Cactus Jack, he gets knocked off the side of the cage and goes through the Spanish announce table. Mm-hmm. Finish your beer. Luckily, there was only a quarter beer left. When that happened, uh, and then the fucking madman gets back on top of the cage. Uh, Triple H is bleeding. He's bleeding, I think, in two places. I think they both bled in two places. Yeah, there was multiple blood on both of them. Yeah, and then, you know, they fight up there for a little bit, and then comes the famous spot that I, when watching this, forgot that that was this match. He gets backdrop while on top of the cage, goes through the top of the cage onto the mat and through the mat. And he's just laying there like a dead person. Because mm-hmm. he was dead. And you could tell that he was dead because Triple H checked if he was dead. Mm-hmm. But then he moved and he yeah. came back to life. But unfortunately, not for long, Triple H went for the pin. And this is the last Mankind match. The last, last Cactus Jack match. Last Cactus Jack match. Last time we'll ever see Mick Foley. Cactus w- Jack. Cactus. Last time we'll ever see Cactus Jack. Just remember, Joe, there's three faces of Foley. In the WWF. And only Cactus Jack had to retire. Yeah, and uh, obviously he never showed up again. And also that. We never saw Cactus Jack again. Yeah, he wasn't even the Raw General Manager ever. Well, that was Mick Foley. That was Cactus Jack. It was no, that was Mick Foley. That wasn't Cactus Jack. Okay, so the Cactus four, Jack retired. You the, will never see him again. The four faces of Foley. We definitely didn't see Cactus Jack at Backlash 2004. No, that'd be ridiculous. <laughs> he was retired. He had to retire. He could never come back. So I did just I did just go on to Peacock and. Uh, can we watch the Hell in a Cell match? Yeah, you can watch any Raw you ever want to watch. Okay, well... To include those two Hell in a Cells. You know what we're doing after this. (laughs) Not watching those fucking Raws, that's for sure. Yeah, because we're... You want to watch a fucking seven-minute Hell in a Cell match? No, thank you. No, obviously, we're watching that Adam Sandler movie that we just talked about. Oh, Eight Crazy Nights? No, dude. It's not Hanukkah yet. I thought whatever movie, it started with like a number. It was 50 First Dates. Uh, There's... I don't know. Was it? It was fifty first dates. It was. Right? It, was okay. it was fifty first dates. You had me. You had me reeling there. I. I. You know. I yeah. thought I was on in on the joke, and then you really had me going there. Yeah. Um. I, I tricked you. You did. This. Uh. This main event got five and a quarter beers. And no way out. Two thousand ends with twenty two and a half beers. It's a good showing. Mm-hmm. I'm. 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 Uh, I'm like three shows behind on retro or on beer ratings. So. Uh, maybe I'll update that this week. Mm-hmm. Probably not, though. Uh, you want to move into the weekly recap? Yeah, yeah. let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. 
Um, I have one note for SmackDown, Joe. Are you ready for this? Yes. I didn't get to watch it because I was in Jacksonville, and mm. my TV didn't record it. Jacksonville, Mississippi. Nope, that's Jackson, Mississippi. Mm. I was okay. in Jacksonville, Florida. Florida. Well, I did watch it. All right. Awesome. Why don't you tell me what happened? Well. Because it was a long time ago. It was like six days ago. Yeah. That's a long time for me to try to remember something. So it starts out with the bloodline coming to the ring. And, you know, Sami Zayn is talking. And then Sheamus comes onto the ramp and he's like, look, from one ginger to another, I have something to say to you. It's fight night. And then they have a match that's pretty good. That ends with, uh, obviously, members of the bloodline and members of Fight Night getting involved and then interfering and Zayn pick, picking up the pin. It was a good match. I don't necessarily recommend going back and watching it if you didn't watch SmackDown. But cool. It was, it was a fun little match if you were watching it live. You know what I'm kind of tired of is we did the War Games match. This should so be over. The feud's over. This should be over. Yeah. There was a war games match. Mm -hmm. I'll say it again. This should be over. Yeah. Get this shit out of here. Not just that. Like, it's when you have your big blow up match, blow, the blow off. Blow off match. Same, same, same. I've heard it both ways. <laughs> when you have that big blow off match, the feud should be over after that. Yes. So, like, even, even last week on Raw, when you had the Judgment Day versus. AJ Styles faction, the OC. You have all four of them facing off. It's over now. I fucking hope so. It's not, though. They they continued this week. Oh. Um, I guess I didn't write that down because I'm so fucking over it. Yeah. Uh, Bray Wyatt cuts another promo. Yeah. Really, really waiting for the, the storyline to progress. I just want something to happen. So in this week, he, he made the claim that he was not the one who attacked uh, LA Knight. Right, 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 right. Which either means he wasn't, or they're really going on this whole multiple personality thing. Yeah, he's got he's got split personality disorder. Six six personalities. Six of them. The Wyndham Six. Oh, right. Yeah. Right, so right, 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 right. I don't know. Bray Wyatt says he wasn't the one who attacked him. Whatever. Shayna Baszler and Emma, Tennille Dashwood. Uh, Shayna or or Emma. Um, they have a match. Uh. Really seems like they brought Emma back to play the exact same role she was playing before she got released, which is the person who loses. But they they kind of continued that that storyline where she's macking on Madcap Moss and they're dating in real life. So oh, they sense. are. Yeah. Oh, okay. That makes it so much less weird then. Yeah. Um, it didn't make any sense to me at first. I was like, why? Why are they doing this? And now it, you know what? That makes a little bit more sense. Yeah. Um, okay. Lacey Evans is Suck. getting another fucking reboot. The to start, like she just had a match for the number one contendership last week. Yep. Or the week before this one. And now she's getting another video package of how she's a Marine and how she trains hard because she's a Marine. And like Lacey Evans coming soon. I love that. It's good, Just right? keep doing it's it. It's like the third, fourth time. Just keep fucking doing it. <laughs> Bring her back for a month. Let her bat her eyes at us. <laughs> last time, to the crowd. Last time it was like July. 
I know. It was, it's like they did this whole thing, and then she showed this up, and she was, second reboot she was a year. face, and she was on SmackDown, and then they moved her to Raw, and then they were like, all right, we're turning her heel on Raw and send her back to SmackDown. It's her second reboot this year. Yeah. Like, so unnecessary, but if if that's what they're going to turn into, fuck it, I'm in. <laughs> I guess in. so. It's it, it's uh, just like, it, at this point, it's just hilarious. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's all I have to say about about that. Uh, then we had the next match, was, which was match of the night for sure. It was Kofi Kingston versus Gunther. And I was Damn. so worried. Should I watch this? It was pretty good. It was a good match. All right. It wasn't, it wasn't Gunther or, or Kingston's best match. But what I was worried about was that Ki- Kofi Kingston's chest was even going to be like broken <laughs> even more. more. It's going to be like, more concave. <laughs> I forget who he credited as the person who like made his chest concaved. It was someone that had just like vicious slaps, and I don't remember who it was. Well, he can now probably credit Walter for adding to it. Yeah, and making it worse. Yeah, I was I was so worried for him. Yeah, he should never have another match with Gunther. Just yeah. leave just leave this one in the record books. Even though it's a, I, I assume he lost. Yes, he lost. Even though he lost, you know, it was a good match. Allegedly, I didn't watch it, but, you know. I will say it did end with Strowman showing up. Oh, God. Didn't give a fuck. Go away. <laughs> We're honestly, like, I didn't like Strowman. Did you just say Bronestly? <laughs> no, that would have been hilarious. <laughs> I thought you did. <laughs> no, I said, honestly, like. I never cared about having him back in no in WWE. No, like so bad. I know. I know there are certain people that are way over on Braun Strowman. I would rather Lacey Evans never get rebranded again <laughs> than have Braun Strowman around. You know what? I'd rather only watch flippy dippy matches for the rest of my life. Well, than yeah, watch- <laughs> duh. That's obvious. Yeah. I mean, it's a tough choice for me to like. Th- that was tough for me to say. To I'd rather have Lacey Evans never get rebranded <laughs> than to have to keep watching Ron, Bron, Bronisley Strowman. <laughs> yeah. God, he just sucks. Yeah. He's not good. And he's, he's, he's got an ism somewhere. Yeah. Like a racism or something. He, he was in control of your narrative. Obviously he's got all the isms. He's got a lot of his, especially autism. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you got to cut that one. You got to cut that one. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> That's Dan in. Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh anyway, so the next part is not a match. Uh it's a promo that involved like damage control coming to the ring and then uh Shotzi Blackheart coming in and there was this really lame like thing where she was on the ramp and she's she was like, I don't like you. Uh, and oh then she's God. like, uh, and I want to fight you. And then she like, she, she seems, she like counts them. She's like one, two, three sounds fair and runs in and starts trying to fight with them. And then obviously gets beaten down. Good. And then get off my screen Shotzi. Yeah. I don't hate her yet. That's the, that's the, that's the thing. It's like, that was lame and nothing that she's done is great. But for some reason I don't hate her. I, you know what? Props to you. <laughs> but then it's hard not she to. got an assist. She got an assist from a returning Tegan Knox. 
Oh, that's right. And I was very excited. Yeah, she got no I, reaction. I, yeah, what? She got no reaction at all. Nobody except remembers for her. me, uh, at, on my screen at home, I was like, "Oh, cool." Tegan <laughs> back. Yeah, that was my reaction. Was oh, cool. I like her. She was one of my favorites in NXT. Yeah, I, I like her a lot actually. And it's like it just sucked that she always got hurt. Yeah, and she's going right into a storyline with, uh, um, Dakota Kai. Who she obviously had the storyline in the past with. All right. Do you remember the War Games match? Where, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's. Uh, I'm just trying to think here. So, in the year 2023, what are there going to be more of? Tegan Knox gruesome knee injuries, <laughs> or Lacey <laughs> Evans rebrandings? Uh, unfortunately, well, I guess <laughs> it's hard, isn't it? <laughs> All right, it's gonna be Lacey Evan rebranding. So I don't want to see Tegan Knox hurt again. I don't either. But I, I like mean, her. I like. I, I I never said I wanted to see. I don't root for injuries, Joe. But no, I don't mean, root for for reboots of of Lacey Evans. Yes, we do. That's what we want to <laughs> see. We're we're here. For, that's what we're here for now. Ugh. <laughs> the thing is, the thing about those reboots is they never try anything different. No, it's, it's always, always the it's I was always, a marine. I'm a marine. It's like <laughs> I'm a marine, and this time I'm a. I'm face. a marine, and I'm a mom. <laughs> I'm a marine, and this time I'm a heel. Yeah, I'm a marine, and I love America. You should too. Now I'm, I'm a, mar a marine, and I hate America. I'm you a marine, and yellow's my favorite flavored crayon. <laughs> <laughs> How many over under number of crayons Lacey Evans eaten has eaten? Every reboot, I'm pretty sure they force her to eat 37 crayons. She probably forces herself. Yeah. Like, it's like Triple H is back there. Lacey, these are my kids' crayons. <laughs> She's like, it reminds me of the good old days. <laughs> or, uh, I don't know, Triple H's kids are a little older. They might not have crayons. So, I don't know. Uh, baby baby wrestling. Baby wrestling's that back there with, well, I don't know. There's he some might, other people that have kids. I don't probably. know. Someone has a kid. That's the crayon age. Like, baby wrestling is probably too young for crayons. Yeah. Yes. Not even a year old. That's true. He was born after Cam. Yeah. So. And he doesn't use crayons. Probably. Allegedly. Anyway. Was there anything else? There's on someone in this world. Lacey Evans. She has kids that are old enough for crayons. Oh, my God. The answers are right there under our nose <laughs> the whole time. The whole time. I'm just, I'm just like imagining someone calling CPS because she keeps on eating her kids' crayons. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, the the main event was good. We're the main being, event was we're great. Bad. It was Ricochet versus Santos Escobar. No, the World Cup. Yeah. USA. It was, USA. It was Flippy Dippy versus Flippy Dippy, it, and it was honestly like. Like, you could probably watch a match just like this if Lucha Underground was still on Netflix because it was King Puma versus Hijo de Escobar. Or, uh, yeah, you probably could do that. Not Escobar. Uh, uh, Fantasma. When he was Hijo de Fantasma, mm. which was his name in NXT, too, before he turned heel and turned into Santos Escobar. Interesting. Because his dad's name was Phantasma. That was his wrestling name. All right. Well, that was... Is that it for SmackDown, Joe? That's that it. Was, that's, that was long. So Yeah. There was a lot of stuff to talk about. I don't about. have near that many notes for the other three shows. I don't have... I almost have nothing for Rampage. 
I have nothing for the Rampage. The only thing I have written for Rampage was nope. Page I think had a had an interview or something. I don't care. Cool. You know what? It, Wait. It, it, you didn't want to talk about Orange Cassidy versus QT Marshall? No. <laughs> I did see something on Twitter where the the viewership went up during that match and I was like, okay, there's no fucking way that that happened. But that they are doing some shit on Rampage now. Um and they're showing like there there's things that are happening on Dynamite and they're like, yeah, this past Friday on Rampage, here's what happened that deals with this. And I'm just like, damn it. I didn't watch Rampage. I never watch Rampage. I'll never watch Rampage. I might have to start watching Rampage because also in that Tony Khan uh, shit ass that he had this week, he said that they're going to start putting uh, like big stars on Rampage and fucking Moxley and Take a Shit I have a match tomorrow on on Rampage, which is probably going to be really fucking good. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to start watching Rampage. I mean, probably not, but like it, it's it's a matter of ch- the like, thought has crossed my mind. Like, do I ever watch three hours of wrestling on Mondays? No, yes, I don't. I, I do. never watch all the way through. I so I sometimes watch all of Raw, but it's a matter of changing the channel to start another show. That's just it. Just puts you in a whole different mindset. It's yeah. Like, all right, now it's time to watch this show for an and hour. And is it on TBS? Is it on TNT? The world may never it's know. Always on TNT. I don't know. I think. Well, it's well the other ones on TBS then, but who knows? And that was talking rampage. Anyway, <laughs> uh, speaking of watching three hours of Monday Night Raw, nice nailed it first oh try. Boy. Um, I don't know. You want to go with the biggest news of the night? Elias couldn't wrestle. Dexter Loomis won a poker tournament. <laughs> uh. Yeah, Elias. Oh, yeah, sure. We can go with that. We can go with uh, Sami Zayn, the Usologist, in his promo. He just crushed another promo. Did they say why Elias couldn't compete? They showed it. The bloodline beat him down. Oh, they beat him down. The show. Yeah, that's true. So, um, they they were doing this tag title match. It was going to be Elias and Riddle versus the Usos. You know, Elias and Riddle, the longtime tag team that are probably going to that. Uh, somehow are going to have a chance at beating these brothers that have been together since birth and are the longest reigning WWE tag team champions of all time. You know, that team. Uh, So then Riddle had to find a new tag team partner. And I honestly don't even remember who the fuck it was. It was the rudest choice that, that Matt Riddle could have ever chosen. This was an absolute Matt Riddle heel turn is his tag team partner was Elias Elias couldn't compete, and then he chose the guy that took out Ezekiel, Kevin Owens. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't a heel turn, but it was short-term storytelling at, at its finest. It was Kevin Owens. Yeah, it was Kevin Owens. I forgot about that. So if Elias doesn't come back pissed at Matt Riddle because he teamed with Kevin Owens, then what are we even doing here? Then, I mean, at that point, we just know that like consistency and storytelling is just not there. Mm-hmm. Or he just no longer cares about Ezekiel. Oh, it could be that. Yeah, it definitely could be. Um, yeah, we had that poker tournament. Okay, we had a couple uh, triple threat matches on Raw. Mm-hmm. So we had two triple threat matches. The winner of those triple threat matches are going to face each other next week on Raw uh, to determine the number one contender for Bianca's Raw Women's Championship. 
So in one match, I don't remember. I don't remember. I think it was, it was Bailey, somebody, and Oscar. Rhea. Bailey, Rhea, and Oscar versus, and then the other one was Alexa. Becky. Becky was in it. Yeah. And, and Nikki Cross. Nikki said yeah. at the same time, maybe a little bit before you. You said it before me. Okay. Uh, so Bailey won the first one. And Alexa Bliss won the second one. So she will face Bailey next week. And let me tell you how this is going to go, Joe. I already, I can, I'm going to, this is not a prediction. It's a spoiler. Mm-hmm. Becky Lynch is obviously going to cost Bailey that match next week because they're about to feud big time. They're already kind of feuding. Big time. Big time. And then Alexa's going to win. She's going to be number one contender for Bianca's Raw Women's Championship. And that is the spoiler portion of it. Here's the prediction portion of it. Alexa turns heel. This is an Alexa Bliss heel turn? It will be. This is the Alexa Bliss heel turn? I mean, to be like Demon Alexa again, I hope not. But I think she's just going to turn heel. I don't know. I I really hope we don't get a Demon Alexa, but that's what everyone's expecting. I don't want that. I really can't watch another Alexa versus Randy Orton match. Yeah, it's just so uncomfortable the way she rides him. (laughs) (laughs) He's got a wife. She's got a husband now. Yeah, it's true. Unfortunately. It's not Buddy Murphy or Buddy Matthews. That's true. Remember they were engaged for a long time? Yeah, and then they weren't. Yeah, that was our shot, and we missed it. Missed it by that much. We were so close. Wrong place, right time. Yep. Or something like that. The only other thing I had for Raw was the U.S. title match. Um, Mustafa Ali versus Theory. And Mustafa Ali got fucked over by Dolph Ziggler. Yep. Dolph Ziggler fucked him over. And... There was a pretty bad Mustafa botch during this match. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, it was like... I had a lot of wrestling on in the background this week. I always forget the name of the move, but it's when it's when he has him up on the ropes and he's trying to do a flip that's not a superplex. But basically, he, he, just, he just fell on top of him. And if it were like... Someone missed their spot and... They could have seriously. Is that the spot that everyone was talking about on Twitter where Theory like saved his life basically? Yeah. Oh. I I always forget the name of the move. I'm sure I'm sure it'll come to you. Probably not. You're a smart guy. I'm not that smart. Okay. Probably right. Um yeah. So I don't know what we're gonna do with the US title picture, but now we've got another three people in it. Because I don't know what Bobby and Seth are doing. But it doesn't seem like they're really after the U.S. title anymore. So now it looks like it's Theory, Ali, and Ziggler in the pit in the picture now. So yeah. Mm. Is there anything else for Raw? That was the major stuff. I feel like you didn't want to talk about Akira Tozawa versus Dominic. No. Okay. Why? Who's Dominic? Sub. Oh, okay. No, I got nothing. I'll let you know if I think of the. Uh, the name of the move. Sick, dude. Let's talk about NXT then. We had more triple threat matches on NXT. The wild card triple threat matches. 
to see who the last person in each of the Iron Survivor matches is going to be. So on the men's side, Axiom won. Should have been Andre Chase. That was bullshit. But he beat Andre Chase and uh, stupid Von Wagner. So men's Iron Survivor challenge match this weekend. We've got Mello, Grayson Waller, Axiom, Joe Gacy, and somebody else. It's... Oh, God. I can't remember who it is. Um, Axiom, Joe Gacy. <sighs> Mellow and Waller. J.D. McDonough. Ah, yep, yeah, yep, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Are you t- like, it's like, it's just a Hurricane Rana, Joe. Yeah, and I can never remember the name of Hurricane Rana. Joe could not remember Hurricane Rana. Yes. But, yeah, it's top rope Hurricane Rana. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's what it was. Joe I just can, sent it to me. I can never remember. <laughs> well. Because I'm stupid. Uh, and then the women's match, I think they got this one right. Uh, Indy Hartwell beats, oh, God, Fallon Henley and Wendy Chu. So now, let's see if I can get this one. In the women's match, Indy Hartwell, Roxanne Perez, Cora Jade, mm-hmm. Kiana James. Yeah. Zoe Stark? Yeah, the newly... Fucking nailed it, yeah, dude. The, new, the newly heel turned Let's Zoe go. Um, what are we thinking for those matches? Obviously Indy, not real predictions. Indy Hartwell's going to win. I really hope so. And I think Mello is going to win. I also really hope that. Uh, it's it's more of a hope than a... I think thing. it'll either be Mello or Grayson Waller. Mm-hmm. I don't think it'll be anybody else. But I think Indy Hartwell is a shoe-in for the women's. Yeah, like JD one McDonough. of one of these two wild card winners has to win the match. JD McDonough's just been in the match with Braun Breaker twice or three times already. Yeah, I don't need to see title. that again. Yeah, unless Breaker loses, I don't. I I don't think Breaker's no, lose. dude. He just went on a nice fishing trip with his opponent to get in his head, dude. That happened this week. Him yeah. and Apollo Cruz, they went fishing. They should write a country song together. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, Drew Gulak was on NXT. Yeah. yeah. He showed up on the ramp during the Hank Walker-Charlie Dempsey match. And all I could think of was, are they about to make Charlie Dempsey and Drew Gulak a tag team? Because if so, I am so down for that. I really like Drew Ga- Drew Lack. Drew Lack? Yeah. It's good. I also like Drew Gulak. Drew Lack. No, his name is Drew Gulak. Yeah, I really like him. Always liked him. Um, but I think the biggest the biggest thing that happened on NXT was the other main roster stars that showed up on the show. Yeah, New Day. In the form of the New Day. Yes, it is. Interrupting pretty deadly and challenging them to a match at deadline. For the NXT Tag Team Championships. Uh, that's going to be really fucking good. And I, so. I, I honestly, like, talking about, like, recently, like, New Day getting stale. This is, I mean, perfect for that. Yeah, this, it's just another example of, like, 
main, main roster, roster talent versus developmental talent, talent like that, that they've been, been doing down, down to Natalia coming on and uh, and having a feud with Cora Jade. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just good, man. It's like, it's good for for both the people on the main roster who don't have anything to do, and it's good for the developmental talent to get some, some recognition, you know? Absolutely. So, do I think the New Day is going to win? No. Probably not. Do I want them to win? Probably. Kind of. Well, that's pretty deadly, though. Yeah. Yes, boy. Yeah, they don't really do that anymore. Pretty deadly stale to me right now. Honestly. Whoa, dude! The, are you talking about the tastiest snacks and all of all of NXT? Yeah, man, that's fucked up, dude. I, I used, used to be really over on Pretty Deadly. All I'm, I'm saying still is right am. now I'm not super over on them. I love Pretty Deadly. They're tasty snacks. They are. Um, Elwood, something. What? I don't remember their names. Kit Elton. Wilson. And Elton John. Prince. Yep. Elton Prince. Same thing. Prince Elton John. Nice. He is a prince. <laughs> no, he's a knight. Sir Elton John. Oh, that's right. Same thing. Um, The only other thing I had for NXT is that there was an Odyssey Jones sighting. So, obviously, yeah. I got very excited for that, even though he didn't do anything. Um, He seems to be... I mean, he's just been hanging around with Anafi and Blade mm-hmm. this whole time. So They're boys. They could be a lot of fun to watch together. I mean, if they, um, six, uh, if that, if that's a six-man tag team right there, I, I, I mean, I, mean if, I don't know what is. If it's, if it doesn't become a good six-man tag team, just mm-hmm. a little group that they got going on. They just need a good name. They just need a good name for their group. That's mm-hmm. all they need. Um, one last thing. They made Alba Fire versus Isla Dawn official for Deadline. Uh, that's pretty much it, though. Yeah. yeah it's, it's not, not going to be a great pay-per-view. No, I don't think so. It's going to be like all the other NXT pay-per-views since 2.0 started. It's going to be okay. They've had good ones. The Iron Survivor match has potential. matches will be good. I think. They'll figure out a way to make them exciting. All right, Dynamite. We watched... Uh, Saw Dynamite last night. That happened. Um, we had the Dynamite Diamond Ring Battle Royal to see who's going to face MJF for the Dynamite Diamond Ring. And Ricky Starks wins that, who is also facing MJF next next week. And then, I, I mean, him and MJF just cut this fucking fire promo afterwards. And Ricky Starks... Might be the first person to ever just own MJF on the mic. Yeah, the Pebble fucking kicked it hard. That shit was so good. He did remind me of a young rock. Did you want to talk about the whole Pebble thing and how MJF stole that from you? He did steal that from me. I'm not not going to lie. He did, he did steal that from me. What in the fuck are we doing? Recording a podcast. You can't just tackle a guy that's ready to return a punt. God, this team. I fucking hate this team so much. You love that team. I I am a Los Angeles Rams fan, and we are so fucking bad. Oh, he did get pushed into him. That's kind of fucked. But that's going to be a flag every time. Um. Yeah, I just, I, I don't know. Like, 
How many Ricky Starks promos have we seen? I feel like it's not that many it's because I don't many. think like, we've we've never seen this side of him. It was incredible. Yeah, yeah I feel like they, they don't, don't give us enough promo work from Ricky Starks. Well, I need more of it. Yeah, yeah it was good. good. Give me more. Give me, give me, give me more. Give me more. I think so, it's what Brittany said. Give me, give me. Um, <laughs> um, anyway. Um, I'm going to start singing. I did that enough last week. You did a lot of singing last <laughs> week. Uh, so, so Ricky Starks is one of those guys that spent time in NXT, right? Oh. I'm pretty sure. Maybe? I'm pretty sure. But, like, it's another, uh, like, he has he has serious skills on the mic, right? Obviously, after this week. Definitely. And that's one of the things I respect about the Performance Center that I just don't know if AEW has an equivalent of is, yes, they train people in the ring. And they have Dark and Elevation as their developmental, you know, build them up shows. But they definitely don't have coaches that are as skilled on the mic as the coaches. In WWE. As skilled on the mic. And I don't think that they, they focus hard, like strongly enough on, on training. It's not all about cool, cool, like big show, not big show moves, but like cool moves that, that look good. It's about being safe in the ring, and I think that AEW definitely needs something to to teach people how to do that because there's a lot of botches in in AEW that could just end. Ty Conti, Ruby Soho. I mean, I mean, Ricky Starks broke his neck. It's freaking neck. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just kind of think about like the most notable coach I can think of in AEW is Dean Malenko, and I I've never heard the man talk. I can't imagine he's that good at promos. Why were we talking about Dean Malenko? We were just talking about coaches. Oh, oh yeah. He's, isn't he a coach in AEW? Is he? I think so. I don't know. Uh, it, my, Sounds my, like something he would do. Yeah. My, my latest Dean Malenko knowledge is 2020 when he debuted at No Way Out 2000. Oh, that's right. All I don't right. think that was a debut, though. No? Oh, oh no, you're right. their pay- first pay-per-view match. Yeah. Um... It looks like he worked as an enhancement talent on Raw a couple times, but wasn't in NXT. Oh, Ricky Starks? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to the match next week. Ricky's obviously going to lose, but I do think that, I mean, they're probably going to do a separate match for the Dynamite Diamond Ring. He could probably win that. I don't see why he wouldn't. The ring, The ring does provide a lot for MJF's character. I would like to see him lose it though, so it doesn't continue to like act as a crutch for him. Yeah, and just kind of see how else he can weasel his way into a win. Mm-hmm. We had a TNT title match where Samoa Joe basically just murdered Darby Allen. It was disgusting. the 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 bumps that Darby Allen was taking, I thought he was actually going to die. I don't think he's I don't think he's dead for one. I will say that. Um and yeah, I I kind of had this bold prediction last night. I don't know if I said it to you or if I just kept it to myself, but I was thinking maybe that Sting was going to show up to like kind of be like, "Hey, Samoa Joe, you should probably stop being such a dick." And then he was going to turn on Darby. But I think this I think I think People have been calling for Sting to turn on Darby, or they've been saying that it might happen. I think it's going to happen soon. 
Really? You, you, you think, think Sting's going to turn heel? I think so. I kind of think it's the perfect way for Sting to, to be a part of wrestling right now. It's just always be in tag matches. Because how does that end? That ends with Sting in a blow-off match with... A blow-up match. Yeah, a blow-up match. Blow-up doll match. With... That's Kenny Omega. Um, no, a blow-off match with Darby Allen. And I don't, like, I don't think Sting should be in a singles match right now. I think he's in the perfect spot for him. At his age... He is old as fuck. It was a retirement match. He is old as fuck. He is. He's mid-60s. He's so old. I mean, sure, he's not as old as Ric Flair was in his supposed last match. Yeah, but Ric Flair, he moves better than Ric Flair did at that age. He certainly moves better than Ric Flair. Or Hogan. I think Hogan wrestled really late, too. Jerry Lawler's still wrestling. Yeah, Jerry Lawler. Yeah. Yeah. What else happened last night other than the main event? I don't think there was anything like crazy. Like there were a couple other matches, but like nothing really of note. So I guess we have to talk about the main event. We had the AEW tag team title match. Uh, I watched it tonight. It was it was pretty good. The acclaimed versus FTR. The acclaimed wins. But the biggest thing coming after that was the announcement by the guns for some reason. Of FTR versus the Briscoes 3 this Saturday at Final Battle in a double dog collar match. And we were talking about this before we recorded, but like what what do we think that that's gonna look like? Is it gonna just be two separate dog collars? Yeah. Marks yeah. Marks attached to Dax and Cash is attached to Jay? Or, or is it like gonna be like this crazy fucking four-way dog collar? No, I can't because that would be insane. They can't be having a four-way dog collar. Or, no, that would be, no, that wouldn't make any sense. I was saying, like, what if the partners are attached to each other? But that wouldn't make any sense. No. No, I think it's going to be two separate dog collars. I want them, I just want to see the absolute madness and chaos that would ensue if it was a four-way dog collar. But But here's how it works. Here's how it ends. Ready? Not, not not making a prediction of who's going to pin who. The person who pins the other person is not going to be attached to them by a dog collar. Whoa, you think somebody's getting out of the dog collar? No. So let's, oh, say, let's okay. say Jay Briscoe is attached to uh, Dax and Jimmy Briscoe. Mark. Mark Briscoe is attached to uh, Cash. <laughs> So I'm saying Jay is going to attack or pin the guy he's not attached to. I got you. Yeah. That would make a lot of sense. I understood exactly what you were saying when you first said it, but you said something. For the three listeners, I appreciate You were saying something different. You said someone's going to get out of a dog collar. Well, yeah, once you said no, I realized what you meant. Sorry. Yeah. That's my prediction. Okay. Um, I don't really have a prediction for this match. Luckily, as of right now, I don't have to. Other than my, my, you know what? Bold bold prediction, Joe, for this match, uh, the Briscoes versus FTR. It's going to be really good. That's my bold prediction. My My current prediction that I don't have to make right now because we're not making predictions is that the Briscoes are going to win the ROH titles. Whoa. Tag team titles. 
be kind of weird if they won other titles. I think you might be right. But I don't know. Is this a rubber match or has FTR won all won both of them? So I thought FTR won both. I think the first match FTR won the titles from the Briscoes, and the second match FTR defended the titles against the Briscoes. I mean, this is the perfect. I mean, this is the epitome of a blow up doll match yeah. or a blow up. I mean, a blow off match. Mm-hmm. Um, you go from you know regular tag team match to the two out of three falls match. Uh, greatest beer rating match of all time to the state, by the way. Until, until the dog, dog collar. Until match. this dog collar match, a double dog collar match. Mm-hmm. I just, I mean, I can't imagine. There's going to be so many cool spots. I imagine they're going to like get twisted up at one point. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be so cool, innovative. They're going to. They're going to. Where Dax is going to think he's pulling his chain, but somebody, somebody might die. Yeah. yeah there's probably going to be death. Death by dog collar. Yeah. Instead of death by dishonor. Before dishonor, I thought it was called. You're right. Death Um, before dog collar. Yeah. Just absolute absolute bedlam. Bedlam. Yeah, it's gonna be really good. Um, I honestly, I'm not looking forward to this entire weekend of wrestling, which probably means it's gonna be fucking awesome. Like, I don't know. NXT doesn't really do it for me. The Ring of Honor pay per views have been okay. It's usually just been like a one or two match show. Yeah. But we'll see. It's got potential. Chris Jericho is the fucking Ring of Honor champion. So who knows how that match is going to go, especially with the whole Claudio has to join the Jazz if he loses, which is something I didn't know. Yeah. That was probably got announced on Rampage. That's yeah, it got announced a while ago. I thought it was on Ada or, or Dynamite. Who knows, yeah, man? That was a couple weeks ago, though. There's really no way of knowing. But I don't know. I'll, I'll end up watching it, and I'll probably end up being surprised by how good it is. Yep. But that's going to close us out. Next week, we are going to have beer ratings from those two shows. So it could potentially be a longer one, but we'll probably, like we did uh, last week, you know, I think it was last week, just do a, a shortened version of the weekly recap just to keep the show under two hours because anything above two hours is just absurd. Yep. They're long enough as they are. And, yeah, we'll get the fallout from uh, Final Battle and NXT Deadline. And then SmackDown and Raw are doing their own things. Uh, Not really building towards the Royal Rumble yet, but we're going to have to at some point here soon, which I'm very excited for. As always, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DDTWrestlePod. We've been the Drunk Dudes, Dylan and Joe. Catch you on down the road. I was thinking.